We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. Appreciate you guys tuning in however you're tuned in, whether you're on podcast form or here on YouTube at Oregon Football. Max Torres, big, big episode of the podcast for you guys today, bringing in an awesome guest. And I'm joined today by 2023 Oregon running back commit, Dante Dowdell. How are we doing, Dante? Thanks for being here. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Well, I mean, you you are just on the heels of a big commitment to Oregon, and we're definitely going to talk about the Ducks, your recruiting process. But before that, I wanted to kind of just get to know you a little bit better, you know, get to know Dante maybe off the field a little bit. So uh, first one that I want to ask you, Dante, um, you're coming all the way from Picayune, Mississippi, um, you know, trying to put them on the map. I'm not very familiar with, with that area, uh, aside from, you know, talking to you a little bit. What, what was it like for you just growing up in Mississippi? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, it's, it's not really too much to do in Mississippi. You know, it's not really, you know, a big place or whatever. So it's nothing really to do with play sports and stuff. So, you know, really just focus on football most of the time. It's not really many distractions. It's not a real city or nothing, you know. We just really just focus on football. So that's how most days go. You know, Julie's always training for football. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely lines up with, uh, you know, I think the, the saying is kind of like uh, football is like a religion in, in the South. So it sounds yeah. like that's kind of kind of spot on. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. OK. Um, well, this this might be a little bit of a, a silly question just based off of that. But um, I know that you're always grinding, working to get better. But off the football field, what, what do you kind of like to do to just relax and, you know, be Dante in your free time? Uh, I really, I really don't know. You know, I really don't don't do too much <laughs> free time. It's always football, you know. So that's how it is most of the time. All right, um, I'm gonna put you on the spot here because uh, I was talking to your dad a little bit, and he said that you like to build four wheelers oh, yeah. in your in your free time. T- tell us yeah. a little bit about that. I oh, see you're yeah. smiling. Well, that's that's a, that's a hobby, you know. I I do that. Yeah, that what that what that that would be what I do in my free time. I like to mess with four wheelers and stuff, you know, I build them, fix them, you know, do different things to them, like to ride them, you know, so that's what I do in my free time, really. So how did, how did that kind of come about? What's, what's the, the fascination there for you? I don't know. I always like to ride them, you know, I always like to ride them, but then I got into fixing them and then, you know, putting different parts on them and everything. So I'm like, you know, why would I take it to the shop and I can do it myself? 
So, you know, just fixing on different ones, you learn different things and everything. And then and most of them are all the same. It's all different things. But once you learn certain things, you can fix all of them. So that's how I got into that. I just, hey. That's awesome. I'm not, I'm not even good, like, with cars, but I'm sure that yeah. four-wheelers are a, a whole different thing, you know, four-wheeler ATV type of deal. But that's a really cool, you know, little background into into you. Uh, are you working on one right now? What's your most recent project? Oh, I had a, like a, I think it was like a Ford Trax 250. I had fixed it. I'm about to sell it. I'm about to sell it now. Right on. Okay, cool stuff, man. Um and then just just talking a little bit about you know your athletic background, uh, we talked about how big football is in your area of the country. But when did football kind of get into the picture for you growing up? I was about eight years old. Uh, we was, me and my cousins and friends we were just playing football in the yard. They was already playing, so they was like, "Was like why why you don't play football? You know, I was already bigger, you know, faster, stronger than everybody else." So, and then I seen a Marshawn Lynch highlight, and I was like, "I want to play running back." So. That's how I started playing running back. I got to see the Marshawn Lynch I like, and I just playing running back ever since then. Your your style definitely. Uh, I think you can see some similarities there with with Beast Mode's physicality. Um, yeah. Would you say he's kind of the the guy that you like to model your game after, or who do you kind of like to turn to? Well, Derrick Henry, my favorite player. Derrick Henry's my favorite player, though. You know, he's a stiff arm and everything, so I really like. I really like his game, you know. So I really just take everything from all of them and try to fit it in my game. So that's right, that's right. Because we we before you committed to Oregon, we had talked a couple times, and and you talked about the the King Henry and the yeah. the King Dante kind of branding yeah. that that you're kind of trying to go for. Um, okay, and then with the stiff arm, I mean that's definitely something that you can see in, in your tape. You know, kind of a put the foot in the ground and and then just yeah. you know mow through anybody that gets in your way. Um, so football eight years old is what we're hearing, but um, I, I know with a lot of recruits these days, there's kind of a variety of sports going on. Um, did, did you play any other sports growing up, or what's your kind of overall athletic background? No, nah, I really just – I really only just played football. That's really about it. But I did track for football, but it really was just for – everything is for football. So, you know, it's always been football with me. Okay, yeah, a lot of guys I talk to do the the, the track uh, as track running events in in the spring, what have you, um, and you know, kind of couple that with with spring football. What what events are you doing there, or is that kind of is it just football now? It's just football now. It's just football right now. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, yeah, we're getting a little bit of a feel for you, Dante, which is really cool as far as you know the, the kind of person you are and and everything that's going on with you. But what's kind of interesting, I wanted to shift it to recruiting, is I feel like your recruitment really took off uh, during your junior season. Uh, just just kind of wanted to get your perspective on what it was like to see all these big-time schools come calling and, you know, en route to a state championship. Well, it felt good, you know. It felt good. You know, we played, played through the season. We lost one game. We should have won a game, you know. Uh, but we made it to the championship. We won the championship, you know. Got game MVP, and it felt good because we actually beat the team that beat us two years ago in the championship game. So finally got to beat them when a uh, championship first. Uh, it's been about been about eleven, about about ten years since we won another, but since we won a championship last time, so felt good to win that championship. Always nice to to get a little bit of revenge there for sure. 
Um, and why do you think Dante, in your opinion, if you could, why, why was it last season that was so big for you to have all these schools, you know, kind of get on your radar? Well, it's like my takeoff season. You know, I rushed for 2,500 yards, state champion, game MVP. And really, we had to push the film out there to get the film out. Because, you know, once they seen it, you know, they, the offers start rubbing in. Yeah, I remember when we were talking, you said, you know, have you looked at the film yet? Because you got to look at the film there to see, see what I'm coming with. And and I got some yeah. of the highlights here on the screen for folks watching on, on YouTube. Um, want to shift now to, to Oregon a little bit, Dante, because that's going to be where you're going to be playing your college football. So I just wanted to get your uh, your answer here. What, why was it Oregon? I really like Coach Lachlan. You know, a uh, real good dude. You know, he got a real good vision. I think he could turn me into the NFL back. He's coached some NFL backs. He's coached like three of them in the same backfield at the same time. So I really I really like Coach Lachlan. You know, I like him over all, all the other running back coaches that recruited me. You know, so that, that's my guy, you know, so. Old yeah. Miss, Miss was a good option, too. You know, I really like them coaches over there and everything. You know, Lane Kiffin coaching at Alabama. He coached Derrick Henry. But, you know, I had to go to the school. It was the best for me. And I think uh, Danny Landon and Danny Landon got a good vision, you know, coming from Georgia and everything, championship. So, I think I think it's going to be a – I think that's what made me think it was a good choice, you know, so – we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay. And, and I know um, Oregon's been really pushing into the southeast uh, lately. Um, I know a lot of those schools were getting onto your radar and in the picture earlier, but when did Oregon kind of get onto your radar? Because you mentioned needing to kind of push the film out from your junior year. Oregon Oregon was the second Power 5 school to offer me. They, so they was early. Actually, Florida State was the first big Power 5 school to offer me. But Oregon contacted me first. So I guess Florida just beat them to it just to be able to say they, they did it first. But Oregon was really the first Power 5 school on my radar. Okay. Let's, let's talk about coach Locke a little bit because I, you know, I've gotten to talk to him in a press conference. 
it's in spring football, it, it only takes a second to really realize how fired up he is and the passion that he has for the game. Um, what, what were your conversations like with him? What, what do you think makes him a unique coach? Uh, he's a real good coach. I think he's the only coach, the only, probably the only coach in college football that, that can get onto you without cursing. Like, it's, like he don't curse. Like, it's, like he'll get onto you, scream, do whatever, but he'll never curse. He holds himself to that. So that really makes him unique. That's something that you won't see in a lot of other coaches, you know. There's not too many coaches that have hit that pass down. He he prides himself on that, which is definitely yeah. a, a respectable trait uh, yeah. of his game. Um, I know when we talked, Dante, uh, about kind of Oregon's pitch for you, they were talking about kind of getting a, a great duo. Wanted to get some of your thoughts. I know you won't be here until um, possibly you know December or whenever you're going to enroll, but what, what are your thoughts on the, the current backs that Oregon has right now heading into the 2022 season? They got some they got some good backs there, but I think uh I think Noah Weddington, they're gonna surprise a lot of people. You know, you know Noah Weddington? Noah Weddington. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think he's gonna surprise a little people and I think he'll he will be that guy this year. You know, that real show running back this year. So I'm I'm pulling for him. I hope he do well this year. And I hope they beat Georgia first game. Yeah, are you, are you gonna be able to make it out to that game, seeing that it's closer to home uh, for you? It's in Georgia, so I, I, I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to try to make it. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people are excited about about that game and kind of what it could mean for Oregon. I remember going out to the Ohio State game last year. Honestly, wasn't really thinking that they were going to be able to pull it off, but we saw how, how much momentum that generated after they, they knocked off the Buckeyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Okay. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um I know you, you said that, uh, you know, Mississippi, that there wasn't a, a whole lot to do, but uh, whether it's the weather and the humidity uh, or just, you know, the football culture, how does how does Eugene compare to Mississippi? Well, the, well, down south is a whole different ball game, you know. Down south is a whole different ball game. You know, we got, you know, it's a whole different mindset. You know, that's why SEC is probably, you know, probably the best conference in in the uh, college football. But the thing is, though, it's because uh, people down south, I don't think they have to go to the SEC. You know what I mean? So I want it to be different and go somewhere farther. You know, everybody say I'm the SEC back, you know, so, but I want it to do something different. Go somewhere farther, show kids that you can go somewhere far. You know, you don't have to stay at home. You know, so just you can't go farther. You know, you go to whatever the best school is for you. Yeah, you get, get kind of being a, a little bit of a trendsetter. I know in Oregon's previous classes, when they, they were kind of in the likes of Alabama and Texas, I heard kind of similar sentiments from from guys. Um, yeah. Kind of lead, leads me into a, a cool little question here. Um, you know, you kind of wanted to set that example. You don't have to stay in the SEC. Are, are there any other players in this class that you're hoping join you and Eugene? Uh, I think they got some good offensive linemen. I would like to see them probably get some, probably recruit some definitely some uh defensive players from the SEC bound. Okay, yeah, always helps to to get some great offensive linemen to to kind of pave the way for you. I'm sure it makes your job a, a lot easier. Um, I probably, probably see them get some defensive players too, though. Okay, yeah. and anybody in particular kind of come to mind? Nah, not really, but, you know, 
probably just I don't know, just some, some down south defense with kids, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know that they're they're definitely making that effort to to get some more defensive guys out of there. Just a couple more for you, Dante. I don't want to take too much of your time. Um, but when when is it looking like you're maybe going to get back out to Oregon as far as uh, maybe a visit or if you happen to know what your enrollment plans are? Sometime in June, early June, I think. Official visit. Okay. But, but I will for, for an official. But I will be graduating in December, so I will be enrolling around late December, early June. Okay. Well, and for 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 a lot of high schoolers, Dante, that's becoming a, an increasing trend, right? Getting to the college level to to get that head start. Um, what kind of went into that decision for you to you know say, hey, I want to get up to Eugene and and you know get there as soon as I can. Want to get started early, you know, get enrolled in the spring, get to learn everything, playing the spring game, you know, get everything so that I already know everything by the time the season comes. You know, you come in August. You gotta rush and do this. So I feel like a grow spring, get a time, see how school is, practices, time management and everything. So it'll be way way less stressful than if I just jumped right into it in August, you know. Sure. Get get uh, get adjusted, get acclimated. Um last one for you, Dante. Um Clearly, Picayune's definitely going to be on the map now, especially with people that are listening to this podcast. They're going to have an eye on your season. But uh, just wanted to ask, what, what do you guys kind of have in store or what, what are you hoping for when it comes to the 2022 season on deck? I'm hoping to rush for 4,000 yards. 3,000, 3, well, 3,000 to 4,000, but I'm going to just go ahead and say 4,000. 3,500, 4,000 yards. You know, it sounds like a lot, but, you know, Put in the work, do what you're supposed to do. I think I think I can rush for it. You know, some Derrick Henry type numbers there. Man, that's that's those are some big numbers for sure. But uh hey, I mean your junior season certainly showed that you're capable of putting up those big numbers. I think you yeah. ran for over a hundred yards or more in 13 of 15 games. Yeah. That was something that that really stood out to me. But definitely wish you the best in and and pursuing that. Before I get you out of here, Dante. Just wanted to give you a chance to uh, plug any social media accounts, um, you know, so people can kind of tap in with you over there. Where can people find you? Well, they can add me on, on Twitter. It's just my name, uh, at Dante Dowdell. And my Instagram is Dante underscore Dowdell, you know. So, you know, they want to shout, shout out people to pick. Shout out uh, picking, my picking on football players, you know. Shout out to people at picking on all my teammates and friends and everything. All right, you guys can tap in with Dante over there and make sure to keep an eye on the Picayune team this year to see what they can do. Uh, that'll do it for us here on the Ducks Dish podcast. want to give a huge thank you to Dante for giving us some of his time to, to come on and tell some of his football story. If you guys want to find more of me, you can find me on Twitter at mtorsports, on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. And then if you want to find more Oregon Ducks content, written interviews, written recruiting stories, insider stuff, you can find that on ducksdigest.com. That'll do it for this episode of the Duck Stage Podcast. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next one. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.